And welcome along to Thursday. So uh, as we were saying, what a gorgeous day. Makes all the difference when you've had a good night of sleep and you wake up and it's a beautiful day out there. So we're going to carry on with what we were talking about on Monday. So for those of you that didn't catch that, my name's Nikki Coyne and I'm in Toronto, um, originally from the UK with a background in, um, in health, but more recently in the fitness industry. So there was only one comp company that was ever going to be partnered with, and of course that's New Skin. And the way I came into the business was through TR90. So when the science was explained to me about how we affect the youth gene clusters, and in particular with TR90, the way that the body uses, stores, and transports fat. So as we age, that begins to change and becomes less efficient, shall we say. Um, pair that with the fact that we, uh, we suffer from something called sarcopenia, which is we begin to lose muscle mass as we age. That's just part of the aging process. So TR90 encompasses or has a big focus on resistance training. And that means lifting heavy weight. Um, and I do, I do emphasize the heavy um, with perfect form. So you're not going to injure yourself, but you do need to be challenging yourself. That is what causes the, uh, the amazing results that we have with TR90. So with the support of the supplements that control our mind um, with, when it comes to appetite and a reduction definitely in cravings, um, pair that with the genetic expression, which is now working on resetting the genes to a more youthful way of behaving. So the way that we, uh, we burn fat and we store fat, that begins to revert back to how it was when we were younger. And then the increase in muscle mass, which then raises what we call the basal metabolic rate, because muscle is active tissue. And that means we need energy to keep that muscle ticking over. So, of course, if you've got more lean muscle mass and you're being very mindful of your nutrition, which is another thing we promote on TR90, then what is going to happen is we're going to get very positive impact on body composition, which means the body is going to start burning and using fat as fuel. Um, and it's going to, as we're doing resistance training, lay down that lean muscle mass that now requires more calories. So this is why it's a 90-day program, because that doesn't happen overnight. We have to get the resistance training in there. And we, like I said, we have to be mindful of the nutrition. <clears throat> so that's a quick overview of what TR90 is and, again, why I came into the business, because that intrigued me. And then I had amazing results. Um, so I lost 6% body fat the first time round. From then, I've been using it sort of like as maintenance. And I think we're, I know we've got ladies and gentlemen on the call. Um, but as life changes, um, and I'm talking about the change, and you go through the perimenopause, menopause, and then postmenopause, um, your body, you don't really know what this body is or where it came from because you're definitely not responding the way that you used to respond. So for the last 18 months, I've been playing around with TR90 to try and figure out what works for me with the plan and, um, and nutrition and the program. And I think I'm just about there. So I'm very excited about that. And that's what then triggered um, the call on, well, the calls from January right through to where we are now. Because we talked a lot about um, 
nutrition and we talked about some of the uh, the resistance training but i wanted to focus this week on how do you track your progress so how do you know if it's working um monday we covered the scale the weight and getting on the scale and uh, you can listen to that recording because i'm not going to go back over that but just be aware that that can't be your only uh, reference point because it's deceiving because it's, it's not telling you where the weight is coming from and what we want to focus on is increasing that lean muscle mass and muscle is heavier than fat so it might not be reflective on the scales but something that will be is inches because muscle takes up less room than fat and that's why you can after you've been doing the program for two three four weeks and you've been doing your resistance training you might find that your clothes begin to fit better and that's what people will say to me is that you no know, I reach around to put my bra on and I could do it up easier than I could do before and um, things like putting on pants where they're not as tight around my thighs as they used to be or they're a bit loose around the waist gentlemen it's usually around the collar when they do their shirts up um, so that we need to be mindful about how we are um, how we're recording that progress so Monday we talked about um, measurements and using a tape measure and in your TR90 program guide there's a lovely table there that gives you some indications of what to measure and how to measure it and then I think they ask for weekly measurements so that's great because you really will begin to see those measurements change within a week. But we are probably about a month in now for those that started in January. So what are some other things that we can um, use as benchmarks and how can we track progress? So we talked about the, um, we talked about the tape measure and things like that. Um, so what I'm going to suggest next is that we start to think about energy levels because this is something that most definitely um, should be on the increase. Uh, and I talked a little bit about getting a diary or a little notebook where you can do um, a scale of one to ten um, and just and just writing down morning, afternoon and evening how much energy you have. And you will be amazed that now that you're beginning to reduce the amount of um, unhealthy food, shall I say, um, eating regularly, supplementing, getting that exercise in, how that begins to change. So what are some other things that we can do specifically to our training? So let's think about you're going to the gym and you're doing some resistance training, or even if you're doing it at home. So how do you begin to measure whether or how the improvements are happening? So the first thing is something called sets and reps. So in the um, program guide, there are some exercises that are demonstrated by my lovely friend Mo Hagen and Upline and sponsor. Um, so Mo demonstrates um, the exercises in there for you to follow and they're what we call primal movements. So things like squats and lunges and push-ups, all those sorts of things. So you're going to start off probably with three sets of ten. So you're going to do 10 squats and you're going to have a rest and then you're going to do another 10 squats and have a rest and then another 10. So the number 10 is what we call the reps, the repetitions, and the sets are the blocks of 10s that you do. So we call those sets and reps. Um, so with that being said, you're going to, and we're looking at that first month, <coughs> excuse me, of something called hypertrophy. 
So we're looking at just literally waking up that muscle, getting it nice and active um, without building, without going too much. I don't want you maxing out on strength, but just getting used to doing those exercises with good form. So if you've been doing that for four weeks, you're probably finding now, this first week in February, that hopefully you're looking forward to your exercise because you should be, but also that the the sets and reps are easier. You're completing them and it's not feeling as so challenging. So now we've got two options because our body is amazing at adapting to any demands that we put on it. So it's adapted to the squats that you wanted to do. Um, and now if we're not if we're not careful, now that it knows exactly how much energy and how much muscle fiber, it can sort of like kick back if you like. So if we don't change something, you will stop getting benefits from that resistance training. So what we need to do is now challenge the body again, challenge those muscles again. So we have a couple of options. The first one is to add another set of 10 reps. Yeah. So we could add another set of 10 reps. If you're using weight, or if you've been using body weight, you could now add weight. Or if you've been using weight, you can now look at increasing that weight because that increases the load on the muscles, which means they have to work harder. So those are a couple of things that we could do um, automatically. And a really good idea is to start writing, um, writing this down so that you can track your progress. And surprisingly enough, some muscles and some body parts will adapt quicker than others. It depends on um, your lifestyle, your job, all that sort of thing, your past history. So don't think it's a, an all over, oh, well, I'll just increase everything um, because you might not need to if you're still struggling with something else. So we've talked about increasing weight or increasing the number of sets that you're doing. Um, so maybe adding another set of 10 reps in there. Um, other things that we can think about when we think about um, cardio, so we've got our resistance training and then we've got our cardio, which is for our heart, our heart health. But cardio also, when we're thinking about it and using it with TR90, is now going to help burn more calories and more fat. And I know you're probably thinking there, sitting there thinking, well, how on earth is it going to do that? I'm going to tell you. Because we are increasing the amount of lean muscle mass, I've said that muscle is an active um, tissue, so we need to feed it. Now, if you add cardio into that, um, it means these new muscle fibers and this new muscle is now going to be involved in the cardio activity. So we can think about walking, climbing stairs like Dorcas does. We could think about cycling, um, swimming, you can think about um, fitness classes, all of those sort of things. Now you've got bigger uh, lean muscle mass and more lean muscle mass that needs more calories to feed it. So if you are um, working with your good nutrition, your healthy nutrition, um, you're now going to be burning more calories in cardio than you were before because you've got more lean muscle mass. So cardio is important. It's important for that fat loss, um, but it's also important for, for heart health because just like I've been talking about the muscles in our body, your heart is a muscle and it gets stronger when we work it and it gets weaker when we don't. 
And I think that's an important thing to remember. So, and I'll just, I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent, but I think it will, uh, it will highlight what I'm just talking about. So going back to the 60s and before the 1960s, you youngsters, um, when somebody had a heart attack, the medical advice after the heart attack, if they survived, was bed rest. And it was bed rest for 12 weeks. And then they weren't allowed to get active. They weren't allowed to raise their heart rate. So the mortality rate <clears throat> um, for people recovering from, from heart attacks was really, really high because they weren't doing anything to, to make the situation better. In fact, they were making it worse. Now, if somebody has, and I, I teach CPR, the cardiopulmonary resuscitation, and first aid so I talk about this a lot and I was I had a course on Saturday and we came to this point and we were talking about this and a lady um, participant put up her hand and she said her best friend's dad had been in hospital for a quadruple heart bypass because he'd gone in with angina they discovered his arteries were blocked and so they said right we need to get on that now so they did and she said within 24 hours they had him up and walking because, of course, the heart is a muscle and it's been under a huge amount of trauma and stress. So the doctors think, right, we need to get that working and we need to get those muscle fibers going because we don't want it to atrophy, which means we don't want it to lose strength and lose muscle mass. We actually want to build that muscle. So from our perspective, when we're working cardiovascular activity within TR90, we're thinking about the same thing. Yes, it's great that we're going to be burning fat with all this new, lovely, lean muscle mass, but let's think about helping people live healthier for longer, which is most of our um, mission statements when it comes to this business, and that definitely means helping people build a stronger heart. Um, so cardio is important. I bet I'm going way over here, aren't I, because I'm on a roll today. All right, I've got a minute left. So how do we measure cardio? I want you to start thinking about timing yourself. And this comes down to something called rate of perceived exertion. So it's your perception or your customers, your clients' perception of how hard they're working. So I'm not going to give you the science-y calculations or anything like that. We're going to talk about perception of exertion. So what we recommend is that people are doing a minimum of – well, the World Health Organization says 40 minutes a day of cardiovascular activity. Now, that can be broken into chunks. So that's four lots of 10-minute walks or thinking about how can I add more steps to my day. Um, when you park at the, uh, the shopping center or the mall, park further away and walk. All of these things add steps to your day and steps to your uh, to your client's day, which then means if they're doing the resistance training, they're burning more calories. Um, so 10 minutes worth of um, cardio four times a day. How should it feel? It should feel um, like you're breathless. <clears throat> and for this, we're looking at moderate intense activity. So I'm not looking for the hot, sweaty, going to a fitness class and, you know, beasting yourself. This is just easily how can we add this activity into the day? So um, a little bit breathless, a little bit uncomfortable, feeling like you could break out into a sweat and that your breathing is heavier. So that's your moderate intense activity. And we're aiming to do that 
um, four times a day or 40 minutes. How can you track that? You, you can use a watch or you can use a pedometer. So if you're going to use a watch, then something like a Fitbit or an Apple Watch, that can uh, track your uh, your steps and your activity, or just the the pedometers that you can get from Sport Check for I don't know twenty dollars or something like that will count your steps. All right, team, I am going to uh, wrap it up because I know I've gone over a little bit, so I'm really sorry. So let me uh, unmute the lines, and um, I just want to leave you with the fact that think about tracking now because tracking is how we can um, map. Want to start exactly? what we're doing. Oh, come here. All right. So we are unmuted. If anybody's got any questions or comments they'd like to add. We never mind when you go over, when you get so excited about what you're telling us. <laughs> I know. I just have to keep an eye on the time, though, Dorcas, because I'm, I'm chatting oh, away. And all I'm the time, same. I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thank you. That was really interesting. My yes, pleasure. I agree. We're so passionate about what we do. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, stay safe and warm. Snuggled up in uh, home then today, and uh, I look forward to speaking to you all on Monday. Thank you. Have a great You're weekend. Thank you. My pleasure. Bye. Bye. Thank you for a great call. Bye.